Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. With you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie, Lori, and Nikki. We have Alu here in New Hampshire on the line. Alu, what's on your mind? Hi. What is on my mind is I want to respond to a great debate that's very important that Richie Vance and a few others and Dave Ridley got into a few nights ago. I'm not sure if you guys listened, but pretty much Dave Ridley and Richie Vance got into a heated argument about nuclear weapons. And Dave Ridley, who, from the Ridley Report, a big, long-time, amazing New Hampshire liberty and peace activist and independence activist, even though he's a voluntarist, I believe, he believes that nuclear weapons should not be legal. And he indicated he would support government force being used against those who had nuclear weapons because they're so dangerous and they have no legitimate use. I don't know Um, if he specifically said government force, but he definitely said force of some kind. So I guess yeah. that would mean like in the absence of the state, like for like local people getting together to use force to remove the nuclear weapons, like I assuming like for the greater good or to, you know, to to keep them out of the wrong hands, so to speak. And of course, yeah, so Rich did not like that. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, so I think that they both kind of did not address what the, the primary issue is, which is. Is there a real, clear, present danger to others? And we actually, on libertyblock.com, we wrote an article. Mike Sanello, I believe, primarily wrote the article years ago, and I'll send it to you guys. But pretty much what it said was, yes, obviously the Second Amendment and natural rights includes the natural right to own anything, including nuclear weapons. Now, practically speaking, on a practical level, forget you know the Constitution and laws and principle, practically speaking, no human can get a weapon because it'll cost the nuclear weapon would cost you, I believe, billions, decades of research from like dozens or hundreds or thousands of PhD scientists with, you know, unbelievable amounts of training. That's why, like Dave Ridley indicated that like states could acquire them and people couldn't, but they didn't really under- mention Meg Sinello, who's very smart, went into it. The amount of like what you would need, it's not like an Air 15, you would need like tremendous facilities and development and decades of hundreds of PhD scientists and you know, I think like billions of dollars to get it. Now, on principle, I would support banning, you know, uh, criminalizing nuclear weapons only if it was dangerous to others. And by that, I mean radiological material. I'm not an expert in radioactive plutonium, but the basics is some, some materials are so radioactive that even kept in your house through the walls, it will kill your neighbors. So if your well, neighbor is dying or at real risk of dying just by you owning it, it's not like an air 15 I can own an AR in my house, and I do, and it's not killing my neighbor. But the nuclear material, if you don't have, like, I don't know, a 10-foot steel wall or whatever box, it will literally kill your neighbors. Then I can understand using force against the person because they violate it. Because think about um, what's needed to contain, like, in the um, case of, like, a nuclear power plant, all that is required to contain Uh that nuclear, whatever it is, um, material. I mean, I'm assuming the average person wouldn't have access to that. Yeah. Um, so I do understand that. Um, well, what and about I agree a group you, of Alu? people, Alu? What about if a group of people were getting together and they wanted to make a nuke and they just didn't even have very good practices? It was leaking out to their neighbor's house. What, what should be done then? It like we treat anything else. How do we treat um, smoking in someone's face, toxic mm-hmm. gases, you're Punch putting you. DX gas in someone's face? That's a violation of the NAP. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there could be some gray area or some litigation to be had about how close does the smoke have to be to them to be a NAP violation, but 
I think Richie Rich and Dave were both kind of missing the primary issue of what the NAP is as far as is or are you harming someone else? It's not about the nuclear weapon having no legitimate use. That was I was very disappointed to hear Dave Ridley say anything that doesn't have a legitimate use shouldn't be legal. Well, because, one thing you know, I can say they can argue anything does. Um, about the legitimate use thing is, well, do you agree that it has no legitimate use? Because I think I do. I don't know what legitimate means, but also who decides. Here's what legitimate means. Well, here's what I mean by that. Legitimate means I can never have the right to nuke a city because an entire city can never wrong me. A person can, a group of people can. The odds that an entire city are going to actually harm me and I need to defend myself against them, I don't think that's even possible i think another point principle you cannot ban a person from owning anything i don't care how you think about that thing i agree obviously i don't think banning is the answer either but i also see where ridley is coming from with no legitimate use but does that mean i shouldn't be able to own it just i should be able to own whatever i want whether it has a legitimate use or not so and i think that was part of richie rich's point was I should be able to have this thing just because I want to. Mm-hmm. And if you try to take it from me because you don't want me to have it, that means you are aggressing on me and I will do what I need to do to protect myself against you because technically that is the person that is aggressing in this case. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, an I innocent think- person with a nuclear weapon. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous <laughs> because it's like, why would you, how would you, you know what I mean? But yeah, but if you're not doing anything wrong, no, yeah. If you're not, you're not hurting anyone with it, then yeah. No, I, I mean, and, and that was the point issue. is you're it, not in the wrong debate. until you've done this. Something, you've something wrong. You've done something wrong. Exactly. So just owning the thing isn't, being in the wrong once you harm somebody with that thing right. right that's that's thought crime territory i feel like the average person who makes a lot of money isn't like also gonna want to kill the whole world you know it's like oh yeah. i've made all this money all i want to do with it is <laughs> i i just really think that you'd you'd have to there'd be such a small percentage of people that have even the ability to make a nuke because it's expensive and then on top of that how many of those are going to be psychopaths? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like Bezos and, and Musk want to kill everyone in the world. Yeah. Like, Musk might, uh, might, not. Musk would, sorry, Musk would be able to if he wanted to right now, probably. Like, he could probably, like, go get himself a private island or whatever and make nukes right now. He's a multi billionaire. I'd argue that. But it turns out that him and Bezos both enjoy having 7 billion potential customers. That's why they wouldn't kill him. Right. All what the, were you saying? All, all the powerful people are psychopaths already. Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of part uh, but of the job maybe now because they have to uh, like be in this cutthroat step on people to get where they are type of position. But I feel like if we had, you know, no governments, free markets, I don't think that every rich person would be like they are now. Like Musk I might be. I also don't think that Jeff Bezos is like a super villain, though, that would want to nuke the world. Like I he's probably a psycho and he's definitely a weirdo, but. I don't think. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, hopefully, so he's not all psychopaths are violent. Yeah, yeah. We give him money. That's the other yeah. thing. It's like, yeah, he has incentive to not right. kill us all. He so I guess incentive. that's cool. I th- I read something that said he makes every thirteen seconds, uh, like one point seven million dollars, which is the average person's huh. earnings over a lifetime. Whoa, oh. well, that's intense. That is crazy. And what it's do you just like, do with that? You know what I mean? Why do these? It's too much money. How would yeah. you even spend it? Why do yeah. these super super rich people always end up getting with these creepy looking? Oh, I forgot that you like Grimes, but these creepy looking. <laughs> but she is creepy looking. No, that's true. Yeah, I, super I accept like that. plastic surgery, gross. Like 
um, Jeff Bezos's like wannabe cowboy I've, girlfriend. She's gross, and I've never seen her. Why don't they just want to date a normal girl? I She's, I don't know. I assumed Elon Musk was just like so into like technology that he wanted like a. Techno, a techno android <laughs> girlfriend. You know I feel I mean? like That's she's just like an ugly, super messed who up else? looking face. But like, who person. else is gonna let him name his kid the crazy stuff, like the the airplane name? I think lots it, of people. He has a lot of money. I was gonna yeah, say, maybe. Yeah. she's just autistic. Right. She's not like that special. She's just autistic. He could find a pretty cool, nice autistic girl and then name his kid Aeon Three. 7,000 or whatever. Sorry, Alo, did, was that all you had to say about the nukes uh, conversation? Yeah, but before I go, I have to go in a second, but I wrote an article for Liberty Block late last night, or like mm-hmm. 3 a.m., and um, there are three bills, um, one of them is bipartisan, but mostly Democrats, in the New Hampshire House that were heard today in the committees, actually, um, that would essentially ban all free speech, including possibly every meme, picture, post, video, and any other kind of content in the universe as long as someone said they're objectionable or harmful to kids or don't have any redeeming qualities or, liter- or literary or artistic value. In New Hampshire? Um, yeah. Whoa. So check terrifying. out the article. Yeah, there are three bills. Um, I think House Bill 1500, 1710, and 12. Where, where is it published again? Correctly. LibertyBlock.com. LibertyBlock.com. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, so very concerning art, very concerning bills. Um, I, I think they were all smacked down pretty hard. The committees will probably recommend killing them, but... You should send an email and do remote testimony anyway to say you support free speech. Yeah, absolutely. So their hearings already happened? Yes, they were all at noon and one today. I okay. didn't even hear about that. I'm surprised because I know um, I kind of only hear about health freedom stuff usually. That's like what piques my interest. So I know Nick, there was a... You don't read Liberty Block every day? I do. I do read LibertyBlock.com every day. But you didn't read it since 3 a.m. this morning? No. <laughs> so it's been almost all day. I, I can't Tonight. understand. Tonight. <laughs> But yeah, there was one, um, I think, I don't know if it was today or um, about circumcision where they were going to make it so Medicaid did not cover circumcision. So if you want to circumcise your kid, you have to pay for it out of pocket. Um, and then the second one about circumcision was that the surgeons or the providers would have to give explicit informed consent of all yes. of the possible. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of compelled speech saying they have to you know, yeah. give a lot of notices and warnings yeah. to people. And I'm glad Which is, Bonnie and some other principal yeah. libertarians opposed it. To, to I agree speech. with Alu on this. I, I think it's a bad bill. Um, the Why? second one, definitely. I hadn't heard about the first one or read it, but the second one that you mentioned, um, I don't like the idea of getting in between a doctor and their patient. I, I don't think that doctors should have to tell you anything before you get an abortion. I don't think doctors should have to tell. I think that if you want to choose a doctor that does that type of thing, you should research your di- so. doctor. Um, Most informed people don't con- research, though. Informed consent their, is best practice. I, I agree with that, yeah. So, and um, it's cosmetic you should, surgery. Like, there should yeah, be doctors so. that are able to, like... Put on their website, like, I'm all about informed consent, yeah. blah, blah, and whatever you want yeah, done, we're going to have this conversation. This. But this is also, this isn't doctors. This is hospital policies. And I kind of hold a strong opinion on circumcision. I do, at the end of the day, believe it is the parent's right to do it, especially as, like, a doula and, you know, working in home birth and midwifery, like, I... I kind of mind my own business because it is like kind of it's it's hard. But honestly, I I do think that providers should kind of be forced to provide parents with this information because people don't research stuff. They just go with the norm 
and they're like mutilating their children without even knowing, like fully understanding all of the consequences because people will just do whatever. Right. People will give all normal. the scheduled vaccines. They'll mm-hmm. give the vitamin K. They'll give, you know, do even do the dumb eye ointment that doesn't even do anything besides like just... You know what I mean? Like they're doing all of these things just because they're saying, yes, 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 whatever the doctor recommends, whatever the doctor recommends. Mm-hmm. But if they were to have some sort of information on it, maybe they would make a truly informed decision that I would think would be better for their child. Again, it's not my kid, so it's not really I agree my with, business, I guess. But I agree with informed consent, but I don't think that they should be trying to sway people one way or the other. Yeah, they like should it just could be biased, non-biased, non-biased yeah. facts. Yeah, I don't think they should be forced into it either. Maybe like have flyers or something. Yeah, yeah. but that's that they what they out. do in New Hampshire with the vaccinations. I don't know if this is a state law, but I've seen doctors at certain hospitals um, give like a big packet of like a bunch of information. I don't know if it's just the inserts. I actually have never read it, um, but they do. At I, I've seen them give it before. I don't know if it's required. I know there but. was a somewhere at some point, like with abortions, um, you were required to like sit and listen to a whole spiel about why you shouldn't get an abortion. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't agree with that. Me either. Like I if somebody wants one, if somebody wants one, then that's their business. And it's like they already be hard enough. Like you don't need to like lay it right. thick on it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I mean, they should be informed of the risks. And, and, and the other thing is like, does it really it, but- do much like not just abortions, but any of these things would if you are like it's your religion and you are dead set on getting mm-hmm. a circumcision you're gonna do it you're gonna be, be like waiting for them to finish talking and then be like okay yeah i want to do it like yeah i don't really think that it ch- would change much and then like handing you the piles of paperwork how many people have ever opened up a, a vaccine insert but probably like not as many as people who have gotten the vaccines or gotten their kids i, vaccine. I feel like the people who are reading inserts don't need the speech yeah <laughs> and yeah. Th- yeah there's yeah. that and then i feel like they're already open-minded enough to do their own research. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like people kind of are c- already committed to their decisions. That's what I'm just, saying. So that's why I'm saying it's like, as much as I am also, I can't, like, I don't have like this really strong opinion because it's a parental rights issue in my in my mind. Right. But I also think that circumcision is, it, it just seems terrible. It seems like you took away a choice of a human being when they were a child of how they wanted their organ yeah, to be. I mean, and it's not necessary. It's not medically necessary. It's cosmetic, it's yeah. Cosmetic it's, um, surgery. It technically is genital mutilation. And um, Captain and I kind of had this debate uh, weeks ago or months ago um, about whether or not it was child abuse. And mm. he had a strongly held belief that it was child abuse. Mm. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue against that, right. especially if you've seen the procedure. Hmm. Um, before I did any real research into it, um, well, actually, no, that's not true. I kind of already did some research into it and already had like an opinion that I wouldn't do it to my own kids. Um, in nursing school, I witnessed a circumcision and it was horrific. Mm-hmm. They literally tied the baby down to like a table and it was it was really traumatizing for me. And the, how long oh, does it take? It's pretty quick. Mm. It's it's not, but the, they use this weird contraption that's really scary. Like the whole thing, 
and it, it's just it's traumatic and and they say like oh they don't feel it or they don't remember it whatever they don't remember it they don't but remember don't it in their conscious that. brain right yeah they remember it in their bodies right years from birth to three years old are the most important developmental periods to that creates your personality and like literally develops someone into who they are going to be so you're gonna tell me that you know mutilating your child in one of the most sensitive parts of his body you're telling me that that is not going to hold like that residual pain and trauma isn't going to be held in their body it absolutely is well it's held in their mind too yeah trauma as a small child is going to affect you whether you remember it or not this is from Al Jazeera. It says, poor quality control, race for profits behind Boeing's troubles. When an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737-9 made an emergency landing in Portland on January 5th following a door plug blowing out shortly after departure, alarm bells began to ring. You don't even need an alarm bell. <laughs> oh my God. For Boeing, this was another incident on its 737 max series or sorry yeah 737 and one that is uh, it simply could not afford to happen across the last decade the trust in the manufacturer from the flying public has dropped significantly boeing's gap in market share with rival european aircraft manufacturer airbus a direct competitor has widened considerably following fewer orders and deliveries per year Really? Because I feel like Boeing is like, if you take a flight, like you're going to be on a Boeing. That's weird. Like a 747 or whatever. I don't know why, but I always see see Airbus. Like, I don't choose specifically Airbus, but I I feel like I'm always on an Airbus. But I I don't know. I haven't haven't flown that much. Just today, the the Mm. nose wheel of a Boeing fell off today. What? Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like the the part where they land. Oh, yeah. I did hear about that. The plane just fell off. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I did see that on Twitter. It says, Boeing's p- current position has been attributed to several factors, including poor quality control, a race to c- secure profits, and more. Analysts and former employees that Al Jazeera spoke to pinned the decline on the company's culture, which has created a schism between management and employees on the factory floor for some time. Wow, wow, wow. Why even do a job that... People's lives are at risk if you're just like, oh, I hate the management so much. Like, quit. Get people who care. They, they have to pay appropriately for that. Hmm. That's a big problem. something to do with the... Like, they don't want to pay for good employees, but they want good employees. Hmm. You know? Are they, like, outsourcing it to other countries? I'm sure they're just underpaying the people that work there. It says, the 737 crisis being only the latest symptom of the continuing problem. Flight AS-1282 with service between Portland and Ontario departed on January 5th like any other scheduled flight. However, shortly after departure, the aircraft, a 737-9 from the MAX family, suffered a... Whoa, I've never seen this word. Oh, pressurization issue from the rear mid-cabin exit door plug separating. The aircraft departed Portland at... 17.06, so 5 p.m., and reached a maximum altitude of, oh, 16,000 feet. Um, And at, so 5.13, so what is that, seven minutes later, with a descent beginning shortly after. 
All on board the aircraft escaped safely with minor injuries that were cleared by medical examiners. Dr. William Benzinger, an aviation medical examiner, told the Seattle Times that this had this happened at cruising altitude, more than double the altitude of when the blowout occurred, the results might have been dramatically different. So I don't know. People might have gotten sucked out or getting their eyeballs sucked out. I I don't know if that makes any sense. I know that it's um, so the cabin's pressurized. So, yeah, probably the vacuum, somebody might get sucked out. But I know that it's freezing, too. Oh, so yeah. um, when you lose pressure in the cabin, the temperature drops. And that's a big problem because people will pass out mm. also. Because, yeah. And, and hypoxia rapid... from not having enough oxygen. And like, God. so you don't want your pilot passing out while you're flying. So this is an article from Reason.com by Emma Camp. Um, and the title of the article is Man Sues Sunglass Hut After Faulty AI Facial Recognition Tech Leads to Wrongful Arrest. And is it is it Sunglasses Hut's AI or is it the fact uh, that he was wearing yeah. the glasses? No, I think it was their AI. Oh, okay. So Harvey Murphy was arrested in October 2022 for the armed burglary of a Houston area sunglasses hut store after a facial recognition device identified him as the burglar. The only mm-hmm. problem? Murphy was in Sacramento, Sacramento, California at the time of the crime, thousands of miles away. Making matters worse. Worse, Murphy, now 61, says he was brutally sexually assaulted in jail just hours before he was set to be released after the charges against him were dropped. Oh, no. In a lawsuit filed last week, Murphy claims that his arrest was the result of gross negligence from the facial recognition company, and he demands $10 million in damages to compensate for his wrongful imprisonment. I hope he gets it. Hopefully. Um, on January 22nd, 2022, two men entered a sunglass hut store in Houston, Texas, with one threatening the store employees with a gun and forcing them into the storeroom at the back of the business. Two, the two intruders eventually left with the money in the store's cash register, as well as several pairs of sunglasses. Wow. Of course. Honestly... I thought for some reason it was going to be... So, a lot of times when you're buying a, a makeup online, it'll have this thing oh, that Oh, you can, like, sucks. try it on? Yeah. It's yeah. like, it always sucks. It, it's like, oh, try on this shade. It's like, that is impossible. But anyways, they, they always suck. Yeah. But so they claim to use AI. Even um, Amazon has this for if you're buying, like, furniture, it'll be like, oh, we can show you what it would look like in your room. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily AI, but... Um, I don't even know if the makeup but things I'm talking about are have, AI. Like I like the thing on Amazon. Um, they also have like 3D tours for yeah. like Zillow. Like if you're like mm-hmm. searching or shopping for real estate, somehow I don't know how this tech works, but they take the pictures from the listing and they can turn it into like a virtual tour. Yeah, I think they the have house. to do like panoramic uh, pictures. Yeah, I I don't know for sure, but that's what it, it seems probably like. it seems like they it's would, like the Google yeah. Maps. Yeah, exactly. Like they just make it 3D, even though it's really not. Basing a rest on facial recognition. You know how many people look like each other? Yeah. Yeah. Tons. Tons of people. I see people all the time and are like, oh, you look just like so and so. People joke about, like, oh, I can unlock so and so's phone. Right. Like when they yeah. have the facial recognition Well, thing. and I mean, I'm sure if someone's robbing a store, they're going to have something 
pair of sunglasses, something on their face. Even if they don't. Tons of people look yeah. like each other. Yeah. No, I get that all the time that um, people are like, oh, you look just like my friend. You look right. just like my cousin. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Generic white girl with blonde hair. Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't you know. say so you're super generic, Nikki. There's no. But you do look um, like one you. of my friends. <laughs> if There's no so other brown eyes. Um, evidence other than facial recognition. Yeah. And you're just going to get arrested because you look like somebody else that did That's something. That's the thing. It's like you're going to need more than that. Yeah. To, like, I would hope. Put someone in prison. Oh my gosh. But I'm glad it wasn't the type of AI I was thinking. I thought it was going to be like, I don't know, something that happened when he was trying on sunglasses online with the AI app on the website or something. Yeah. That'd be so stupid. Um, That's so, why I laugh so hard about it. According to the complaint, local police began investigating the crime as soon as they arrived on the scene. Soon after, Anthony Fledger, the head of loss prevention at, oh my gosh, that is a crazy word, um, at some sunglasses hut parent company, called the police and told them that the armed burglar had been identified. Apparently, facial recognition software had concluded that Harvey Murphy was the criminal. Wow. And that he had even been responsible for additional robberies wow. of a different Houston area sunglass hut and a Macy's store. Whoa. So this one person actually really did go rob more than one sunglass hut. Somebody so did, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it would be the same person that did it if AI picked him up. Yeah. Or I don't know if the p- cops were just like, you know, the, the detective was like, yeah, we just want to. Oh, this is probably also him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is yeah, close enough. Even if AI concluded something, the human beings using it should be like, okay, this is what it says. But we can't yeah. just go arrest the guy. That's the thing. Like you can, you need to use all technology responsible, like responsibly, especially yeah. if you're going to throw somebody in jail. Right, but I, you, cops don't care if you get raped in jail. Have you ever yeah. read something written by AI? Yeah, yeah you it's can terrible. usually tell. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have any kind of flow like a human being would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all nonsense. Yeah. So to think that the AI is not just like he's white with two eyeballs and a mouth. Yeah. It's that guy. Close enough. You know. And also, like, haven't have you ever seen um like the video quality of security cameras? Yeah. Mm, They're yeah. very poor. Lori, you also had a really similar story, and I thought that that was, I mean, it's its actually really freaky. Um, I can't remember now. Did your involve AI? Yeah, it was actually D- DNA and AI. Um, so you can go ahead and get into that story. I, I don't like that cops are using this already. Yeah, okay, it makes so- me feel icky. This is from Wired.com. Um, it says, cops used DNA to predict a suspect's face and tried to run facial recognition on it. Police around the U.S. say that they're justified to run DNA-generated 3D models of faces through facial recognition tools to help crack cold cases. Everyone but the cops think this is a bad idea. Yeah. In 2017, detectives working a cold case at the East Bay Regional Park District Police Department got an idea, one that might help them finally get a lead on the murder of Maria Jane Wildhofer. Officers had found Wildhofer dead and sexually assaulted at Berkeley California Tilden Regional Park in 1990. Nearly 30 years later, the department sent genetic information collected at the crime scene to Parabon Nano Labs, a company that says it could turn DNA into a face. Parabon Nano Labs ran the suspect's DNA through its proprietary machine learning model. Soon, it provided the police department with something the detectives had never seen before the face of a potential suspect generated using only crime scene evidence. I wonder if there's any kind of studies on how accurate these are like if they took mine would it look just like me like i doubt it yeah they can't even take 
a whole skull they find and that's got DNA and mm-hmm. the bone structure and make it look like, um, you know, a Jane Doe. Mm. You see those yeah. and you're like that when they find out who it is, you're like, that kind of almost resembles the person somewhat. Yeah. They don't ever look right. No. Even the drawings like done by humans are not that great. Mm-mm. Like, you know, you describe someone to the drawer and they get drawn. It's never like perfect. Like, what's I know. Even the point it, of that? And they've been using that yeah. for like ever. So it's kind of like. I don't see how it's possible. How like, are they If I tried to describe that? you not looking at you like I haven't seen you for a day yeah. to anyone, the best drawer on earth, I really doubt it would look like you. Well, and that's like, the thing too. Or it's anyone. like, what characteristics are we giving? Because usually what people say is they're like, oh, he has brown hair. He's about yay high. And, you know, he. I could not maybe, describe like, a face to be drawn. Maybe they'll give like a weight or something. But it's like, I feel what like- other details are you going to come up with? Oh, he had a very prominent jawline and his cheekbones were at this angle. Like no yeah, one's exactly. going to be able to give that descriptive. Like someone I haven't of- seen in a while. I, I can't really picture m- I guess I could picture like Mark's face. But even like if you were looking at me right now and you're describing me and then it, someone exactly. was drawing me that was flipped the other way and they That's didn't know what I looked point. like. Mm-hmm. You know, like how are you going to like what descriptive words are you using that they're going to draw a picture of? It's me? like even if I said someone has a prominent jawline, like you said, there's so many variations of ways that yeah. somebody can have a prominent jawline and yeah. I wouldn't be able to put that into words. I think you'd have to be a really talented like facial expert or facial drawing expert or something to be able to describe it like if it's in a situation where like you're a bank teller in the bank you think someone's robbing the bank so you have like all this adrenaline and cortisol it's like you're not witness testimony is unreliable no eyewitness testimony it's terrible yeah when they use it in all these cases and then they'll find out that it was completely wrong. Yeah. Like they'll say the wrong color car. The person didn't yeah. look the same. They were a different height. They were, you know, had yeah. beard, it's happened to me um, during the raid on, on this studio where I live. Um, I drove away. They told me I could leave. Um, I went and got in my car and I drove away and I was like, so they exploded the garage. I was like, yeah, the door on the garage is like bombed off. I think they bombed it. And then that, that never happened. I, yeah. I looked at it, but I was in like such a state of shock and stuff. I, I believed that it was exploded. I but That's the thing, too. It's like um, when you're in that state of fight or flight, there's so many details. That, I mean, you're in survival mode at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even not people are just not that perceptive. Yeah. They right. Just don't really pay attention. To and men are less perceptive than yeah. women on details so like maybe a woman could get closer than a man i I can't even imagine ian trying to describe even his best friend's (laughs) face to be drawn right seriously like he he, if you uh there's this study where if you put men in a room and you're like you're distracting them with something like oh fill out this questionnaire and then you put women in a room and you distract them and then you ask them just okay so what what was sitting on this shelf women do way better than men they're like uh stuff (laughs) well if you don't have like really good uh teeth then your eyeballs are more likely to like when you're looking at something look in on it like your eyeballs are crossing in oh. vision instead of looking straight forward so and the more healthy way is straight forward so you get cross-eyed so if you lose of, your teeth it's not really like being cross-eyed it's like i i don't know if i'm doing it. it's like when you're looking away your eyes would cross in and look into this into the one point instead of both eyes looking straight forward. Apparently, both eyes looking straight forward is the healthier way. So, like, I mean, that's going to affect how you look. And how do your teeth affect that? 
something about the internal, like your teeth. Oh, because even it affects change. your face structure. Exactly. Like your okay. cheekbones being higher and stuff like that. That's why people um, yeah. chew mastic gum, not just for the eyes yeah. part, because I don't think it's like an attractiveness thing, but it'll still make you look different. But like, well, um, that's what they say, like, um, women and and just in general like people used to have more defined jaw lines mm-hmm. but because people don't eat as much meat yep. and like they don't have to like people eat a lot Chewing of processed things. foods mm-hmm. so they're eating a lot of fo- of like soft foods so they don't have to chew as well mm-hmm. um and that has affected like over generations it has made people have less defined jaw lines like they said that like, a weak people jaw. yeah like people oh, used terrible. to be more attractive 200 mm-hmm. years ago which it's really no way for us to I tell feel that, I don't I believe that. I, I feel like every generation... I've seen the paintings. People are just getting... right attractive. <laughs> I, I see the paintings of, like, Renaissance people, and I'm like, why have people gotten so much more attractive? It's weird. I don't know. Like, I think the average person is just kind of average, is yeah. what it is. And so, you know... But they were ugly then. then, we're ugly now. Right, yeah, kind of... <laughs> Most Maybe it's all just, just like, like makeup. Men. Like everybody has access to not it, just yeah, really good and, makeup, um, but like plastic surgery. Well, and stuff. yeah, you but can't trust anything. That makes people ugly. Like everybody gets Botox, though. I, mm. Okay, I hate generalizing. A lot of people that you wouldn't expect get Botox in other like minor cosmetic. I would get surgeries. Botox. Would you? Um, when I'm older, no not, way. not right now. But I would not get filler ever. I would never. Oh, inject- I guess it is different. I would never inject botulism into my face. Oh my god, that's a little scary way to say it. That's yeah. what you're doing. I wouldn't there get like is... a facelift made of. Imagine if they Botox. hit a nerve and then you're paralyzed there forever. So um, no. yeah. I it's crazy. Never. There was a like trend on Instagram of like crunchy mom types that were like, "I'm crunchy," but uh, they have Botox. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, "We no. only drink raw milk." We, my kids don't eat any preservatives. And I can't make and, facial expressions. And, yeah, like we don't do any food dyes. But I, but me on my way to my Botox appointment. Mm. And I was like, dude, you need to reassess your priorities. Yeah, no way. But um, just moisturize I mean, and whatever. don't go out in the sun. To each their own. I don't care. I don't care if I look old eventually. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care. Like, I don't want to like look I want to be forever. like a hot old lady. I would not just, get like, like a, a facelift. That's just freakish i would never get mm-hmm. that it looks wrong every but single I, time no but i know i know i think you might not notice it because i know people who get like a decent amount of like face work and you can't really tell i feel like i would because I'm i want to show you a picture on the break and okay you can tell me if you can tell or not i watch plastic surgery videos and i've gotten so much better at telling and i'm like yeah i'll be like talking to ian like before i went to jail and be like like, do you think this is what she was born looking like? And then I'll, yeah. I'll explain to him what she has done and show him like an old picture. And he just, and I, it's Ian's so annoying. like, I don't care. Men, I can't imagine <laughs> looking in the mirror after like extreme plastic surgery and seeing a different person. Yeah. That Even after really I stopped weird. wearing makeup, I would like look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh yeah, that's what I really look like. Mm. I didn't know you like all together stopped wearing makeup. Like, you look sick. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, oh no. There was one time that I didn't wear makeup to work, like when I was like a server, like whatever, a long time ago. And um, one of my coworkers was like, oh, "Are you okay? Like you look really pale." And, no, no, it's and I'm just like, "My face." Nope, that's just what I look like without yeah. bronzer. Whoa. Thanks for noticing, though. I'm not, you know. She's like, "You should go home." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, geez. oh my god, that's so Thanks. bad. That's so rude." Um, but yeah, I think I would still get Botox just to not have like crazy like lines on my forehead. Face? Just like, that's just normal. That's just when you lift up your eyebrows. <laughs> it's like, if you just like naturally have that all the time, I, I don't want that. You know, something like, like really 
simple that I can fix. I would not get a, like, those people who literally basically are getting a facelift with Botox and then they can't yeah. talk. It is kind of scary. They and can't, they can't yeah, make they can't or smile. the lip filler. Yeah. They're like, I'm so... I would never get any filler. It can go directly to your lungs or your heart <gasps> and do- kill you. I didn't know that, but yeah. it doesn't really surprise me. I would never want to be like, I'm so happy. I'm so yeah. angry. It's the same face. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> it's terrible. Hey, Daily Digest listeners. This is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. Dave Ridley here in New Hampshire. Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report, or of just RidleyReport.com. What's on your mind? My New Hampshire primary report. Oh, yeah, it. we hadn't even talked about, like, Trump winning in New Hampshire. <laughs> I, I just don't even think Actually, about that stuff. I didn't even check to see who won any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, but I did go to two polling places in Keene. Uh, just to, to see what happens, and I, I've been doing a little bit of this before the, before then anyway, but just whenever I see a sign, anyone waving a sign for any candidate, I'm trying, if I can, I walk up to them and just ask them you know, the same question, uh, uh, why should I vote for that candidate? Right? Okay, yep, and they're uh, holding signs so, for them, so they should be able to answer, right? Yeah, so the uh, the spoiler here is every single person who was where, was carrying a sign that said anything other than Joe Biden was really nice, answered my questions, and told me why I should vote for whoever. <laughs> Not so, one, well, yeah, maybe, maybe one, the, the, the Biden people were almost uniformly hostile to even being filmed. Yep. I, I saw a couple of your videos on this this morning, and it made me laugh because there was this one where there are these two women standing next to each other, and you go up to them filming, and you said, hello, can you tell me, um, you know, maybe you said, like, I'm Ray- David Lee from RidleyReport.com, can you tell me why I should vote for Joe Biden? Because that's the signs that they were holding, and this one woman put her hand up, like, to the other woman as if to say, stop, you know, like, don't answer. She told the other woman who what? looked like she was maybe her wheels were turning in her head and she was thinking of an answer. She con- was controlled freaked her. Sorry. She had a control freak moment yeah. and she told the other lady like, don't answer. And she's like, we're not interested. That was the craziest what? thing. How yeah. That's not that a very that good like campaigning, right? right? Like you're going to hold this sign, but someone's like, Oh, can you just like explain to me? Like she might've convinced him, but they just assume that Ridley is like, not actually one of them said this this yeah. man he said i don't think that you're here to have an actual like conversation you're about supposed this to know that the only reason to vote for biden is because he's not trump you're supposed and to. that should be good enough for you how dare you even ask yeah what do you have to say about that well, ridley one of the ladies uh, i guess yesterday she first of all she she said oh now that your camera's off she thought my camera was off i guess for some reason I'm like, oh, it's not off. It's still running. She said, well, you need to turn it off before I ask you this question. Uh, turn it off. Turn it well, off. Top secret. Well, <laughs> what was well, the top secret? Okay, here's my question. Are you a free skater? Oh, uh, I, I didn't see that. I she said, gotcha. I said, yes. And she said, you should move to some other state. And, and she said, you should be required. No, she, no, she didn't say you should be required. She said, um, 
said, you didn't tell me you were a free stater before you started talking to me. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Am I, am I legally required you, to why do did, that? <laughs> why didn't you inform me that you were a free stater? You, you, should be, you should not talk to people without telling them you're a free stater. <laughs> That's so weird. They're so brainwashed. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so bad. Also, it's kind of like weird to tell someone to move. Like, Dave, just out of yeah. curiosity, how long have you lived in New Hampshire for? Almost 20 years. Exactly. So it's it's very strange to be like, you should move somewhere like this. I mean, you know, it's like, I he's probably been here longer than she has. Yeah, pros- possibly. Not like that matters, but it's just, I don't know, it is It's a, It's an consider. extremely rude thing. Like, imagine someone yeah. saying, like, go back to Massachusetts, Nikki. Yeah. It's <laughs> That's like, I terrible. Don't, I don't believe in borders, so. That's yeah. a really mean thing to say. Well, did you have anything else to add about your report, Dave? Well, I did some other checking. You know how there's this concept, like where there's these war-torn countries, the UN will go in and send election monitors to make sure that the elections are free and fair. I like to think, mm-hmm. well, that's our job. Like you and me, we can do that uh, right here. And um, so whenever there's an election, and if it's practical, I just go and just walk into the polling place and see what happens to me while I'm running a camera. Because <laughs> I figure a camera is a good litmus test. Like if they're messing with the camera and trying to get you to stop filming and stuff like that, generally speaking, that's an indicator that there's something else going wrong. Um, or that there's not transparency, there's not free and fair something or another. Um, so just shaking that camera in there and see how it gets treated. So, uh, you know, in Winchester in 2020, they like put me in a ghetto, like you're not allowed to film outside this little roped off area here. Mm, You're not allowed to film your own voting process. You can't take a picture of your ballot. You can't, you know, uh, you can't wear this hat. You can't wear that shirt. Um, all, there's all that much, there's so much First Amendment being interfered with, and we can assume that this maybe, we can, we can wonder if that's an indicator there may be some, some voting rights being inter- interfered with, too. Uh, anyway, so at this time, I got a little bit better experience than I had in Winchester in 2020. Um, so I went to, to inside to the polling places, the two keen polling places, and they did try to restrict me. Like, hey, you shouldn't be, you know, you can't film on the other side of this. Like, there's this, this small area where people vote. You can't go in there and film, basically. Like, as but if was, you're, I like, going to run a, point it at their ballots. I guess that's understandable, right? Yeah, that is. Um, uh, you know, and so it was like I had more range uh you know, in both of these keen locations and the keen moderator at the second location, I found the moderator and he answered all my questions in an interview with ambush interview with me and no problem and everything. So it was not too bad. Um, everybody seemed to be getting along at the polls. You know, uh, there was a, there was a uh, Trump guy. He had to go to the bathroom or something. And so a Biden person held his sign for him. <laughs> he was holding a Biden sign and a Trump sign at the same time so so the Trump guy could go use the restroom and come back to his sign. (laughs) So that's one that's one nice thing that Biden folks I did catch them doing. That's pretty nice. Well, thank you for the report, Ridley. Anybody can go to RidleyReport.com. Sorry, RidleyReport.com and look that up um, on YouTube, too, if they want to find his videos. uh, RidleyReport.com. 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up, so don't go anywhere. Free Talk Live.
It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. And 603-283-6160 is the phone number to call here. That's 603-283-6160. We do have a caller on the line. But I wanted to thank Cornsbane, who's a gold-level amplifier. Cornsbane is a gold-level amplifier, which means that he's giving to the AMPS program, which you can go to amps.freetalklive.com if you would like to also join or learn more. That's amps.freetalklive.com. So thank you so much to Cornsbane um, for helping to advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. That's what AMPS stands for. We really appreciate it. With you in the studio tonight, it's me, Bonnie, Lori, and Nikki. And we already have a caller on the line, Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, what's on your mind? Well, this afternoon I was on my way to uh, room 306 in the legislative office building for a hearing on daylight saving time, ending daylight saving time, House Bill 1075. I was talking to some people uh, in the building on my way up there, and uh, one guy wearing a state representative name tag asked me if my first name was Tom. Hmm. And I said, yes, I identified who I am. I don't know if he knew me from somewhere, but he said he heard me talk on Free Talk Live. Wow. Uh, a state representative, uh, it's probably just as well with him that I didn't catch his name. But yes, you're reaching state representatives and other people out there who might as well be listening to Free Talk Live as anybody else. Well, oh, you but, didn't catch uh, his name? Because yeah. it might have been, you know, like... I didn't catch his name. One of the yeah, reps like that Matt, Matt. right? Yes, I was thinking it might have been a rep that we already know listens to us, but that's pretty cool. But It'd be cool if it was like anyway, some normie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, uh, I was I testified in support of the ending of daylight saving time and provided some maps that show where the time zone, where the 75th meridian is and how uh, the legislative office building, you have a choice between being 13 minutes and 51 seconds slow uh, on Eastern Standard Time or 46 minutes and nine seconds fast. And uh, it pretty much explained the facts of the situation. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, how, you know, it looks like New Hampshire belongs in the Atlantic time zone at a glance of the time zone maps, but that's an illusion because the western border of the time zone is so far west. Uh, if you take a look at Michigan, uh, Michigan actually belongs in the central time zone. And most, almost all of it, just like almost all of Maine belongs in the eastern time zone. Uh, but uh, almost all of Michigan is in eastern time. Detroit belongs on the central time zone. And uh, it's because the western border is so far west, it kind of looks like New Hampshire belongs in the next time zone over. So I, I explained that part to them. And then I made a mockery of the idea of why don't we just draw the boundary lines right where they belong? Okay, 82 and a half degrees west, that's halfway between eastern and central time, right smack dab through the city of Tampa, Florida. Sure, that, it gets better. You know, right halfway between 90 and 105 degrees west. How about go right smack dab through the heart of downtown Oklahoma City, uh, missing the state capitol building by two Are blocks. you saying like it's it's like arbitrary, so it doesn't matter? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying they should draw the boundary lines where they belong. But, uh, you know, along county lines and international borders for convenience and not right smack dab through the middle of Oklahoma City. Uh, where the time zone line actually belongs, it would miss the state capitol building by two blocks. How would you like to have a time zone line running right through Concord, missing the state house by two blocks? So I, well, I put it in perspective that way. Well, and, uh, either yeah. way, it's like 
uh, you're against this t- um, daylight savings bill, you're saying? I'm in, in support of ending daylight saving time because daylight yep. saving time is the wrong time for our longitude. Yeah, but I think and, that we uh, should definitely keep it the way it is in the spring. So we should keep daylight saving time and just stop changing it. Do you see what I'm saying? But then uh, it would be dark out when kids are going to school. and uh, Forget those kids. More... They should stop going to school. Well, well, it, yeah. It, it, you it, mean it, in the morning, Tom? It's not even like dark. Anybody... Dark. Anybody who says they can give you more daylight by tampering with your clock, well, I can sell you. Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, what's on your mind? Well, this afternoon I was on my way to uh, room 306 in the legislative office building for a hearing on daylight saving time, ending daylight saving time, House Bill 1075. I was talking to some people uh, in the building on my way up there, and uh, one guy wearing a state representative name tag, Asked me if my first name was Tom. Hmm. And I said, yes, I identified who I am. I don't know if he knew me from somewhere, but he said he heard me talk on Free Talk Live. Wow. Uh, a state representative, uh, it's probably just as well with him that I didn't catch his name. But yes, you're reaching state representatives and other people out there who might as well be listening to Free Talk Live as anybody else. Well, oh, you but, didn't catch uh, his name? Because yeah. it might have been, you know, like. I didn't catch his name. One of the yeah, reps like that Matt, Matt. right? Yes, I was thinking might have been a rep that we already know listens to us, but that's pretty cool. But, It'd be cool if it was like anyway, some normie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and uh, anyway, uh, I was I testified in support of the ending of daylight saving time and provided some maps that show where the time zone, where the 75th meridian is and how uh, the legislative office building, you have a choice between being 13 minutes and 51 seconds slow uh, on Eastern Standard Time or 46 minutes and nine seconds fast. And uh, it pretty much explained the facts of the situation. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, how, you know, it looks like New Hampshire belongs in the Atlantic time zone at a glance of the time zone maps, but that's an illusion because the western border of the time zone is so far west. Uh, if you take a look at Michigan, uh, Michigan actually belongs in the central time zone. And most, almost all of it, just like almost all of Maine belongs in the eastern time zone. Uh, but uh, almost all of Michigan is in eastern time. Detroit belongs on the central time zone. And uh, it's because the western border is so far west that it kind of looks like New Hampshire belongs in the next time zone over. So I, I explained that part to them. And then I made a mockery of the idea of why don't we just draw the boundary lines right where they belong? Okay, 82 and a half degrees west, that's halfway between eastern and central time, right smack dab through the city of Tampa, Florida. Sure, that, it gets better. You know, right halfway between 90 and 105 degrees west. How about go right smack dab through the heart of downtown Oklahoma City, uh, missing the state capitol building by two Are blocks. you saying, like, it's it's like arbitrary, so it doesn't matter? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying they should draw the boundary lines where they belong, but, uh, you know, along county lines and international borders that you have for convenience and not right smack dab through the middle of Oklahoma City. Uh, where the time zone line actually belongs, it would miss the state capitol building by two blocks. How would you like to have a time zone line running right through Concord, missing the state house by two blocks? So I, well, I put it in perspective that way. Well, and, uh, either yeah. way, it's like uh, you're against this t- um, daylight savings bill, you're saying? 
I'm in, in support of ending daylight saving time because daylight yep. saving time is the wrong time for our longitude. Yeah, but I think and, that we uh, should definitely yeah. keep it the way it is in the spring. So we should keep daylight saving time and just stop changing it. Do you see what I'm saying? But then uh, it would be dark out when kids are going to school. and uh, Forget those kids. More... They should stop going to school. Well, and, yeah. And, and, you mean in the morning, Tom? It's not even like dark. Anybody... Dark. Anybody who says they can give you more daylight by tampering with your clock, well, I can sell you a cool uh, weight loss program that involves tampering with your bathroom scale. Yeah, hey, but we don't want to tamper weight. with the clocks. Yeah, I don't well, want and, it to and be moved back and forth. When is it going to be dark for the kids going to school in the morning? What time in are they the, going to the school that it's time. dark? Yeah, that's a good point because even in the winter, I woke up at um, 6.20 yesterday to go to Jane Shallon's hearing and... I when I was in the bathroom like doing my makeup and stuff the, the sun was coming up it wasn't like you know pitch black out there the kids aren't going to school at 5 a.m. so I, I think that's a bad yeah, bad argument I don't think that it should be dark at 5 p.m. that's annoying and it's bad for everyone for <laughs> like stupid. mental health reasons it really you know is what I mean like I don't care if it's quote unquote the natural kids are depressed that it does there's no such thing as a natural time time is a concept yeah time's not real it doesn't matter anyway yeah people did not but use it is clocks. annoying that they keep changing it so if they could yeah. just i don't really care but just if they would stick to one time yeah that'd be like better i do care me. though i i would prefer the spring version whatever i think that i agree is. with you i kind of forget but i think i agree that the spring one feels more natural it's just in the summer like it doesn't really matter the sun's up a lot more but in the winter it would be at least like 6 p.m by the time it started getting dark instead of like five i mean there are a few days that's even earlier than that Yeah, like 3 30 in the afternoon yeah oh i hate it so much which is just like a winter problem if it's come light out at six o'clock in the morning and you're on daylight saving time you'll be pretending at seven o'clock in the morning you just heard highlights from the latest episode of free talk live You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.